Cool. Oh, very nice. You got your um, Diego shirt on. Sad day, mate. Yeah. Emotional so, day, actually. Yeah. I've filled up a few times. Yeah. What? What? What is that? What? Why? Why is he kind of uh, means that, that much to you? Because someone asked me about. You know, I have a feel about it, and I'm, you know, I'm sad and what have you. But there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely this, the, the, the nine year old that uh, <laughs> that can't forgive that. Uh, um, really? <laughs> kind of. But like, it's the very, very small little bit of it. The 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 documentary, I think, really hit home about kind of where he came from, and the yeah. idea of that sort of split personality was uh, very, very interesting to me. What what is it with for you, kind of thing? I I don't know really. I think he was. Really, him, McEnroe, Carl Lewis were like my first sporting heroes. And I think because it was such a young age and then following him and everything and going to Naples and seeing and talking to people there when I was in Italy and, and how he, he didn't just transform a football team. He transformed a whole region, <laughs> yeah. which had been completely for one of a better term, shit on by Northern Italy yeah. as its poorest forgotten cousin. Do you know what I mean? You can't deny that he won two Serie A titles with Napoli and the European trophy. And he won the World Cup with a very mediocre Argentina. Yeah, well, I, I, I had a look at the... Um, someone posted... You, you didn't really get statistics, did you, at all, like in Maradona's day, but someone no. had gone back and uh, looked at all of the sort of things that he did. In seven games in that 86 World Cup, he had 53 successful take-ons, five assists, five goals. That's ridiculous. Like, I mean, he single-handedly won the World Cup for Argentina that year and, and kind of did it twice over. The amount of like chances that he created that pe people ballooned over the bar. Huh? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh. Too. Well, it's funny because I was watching on YouTube today. It's, it's a nine and a half minute <laughs> highlight reel of the semi-final with, with Belgium. <laughs> Ten-minute highlight reel against Belgium in the semi-final. It's just absolutely ridiculous. You know, the on average, I think a football player has the ball for like 45 seconds in the game, he touches the ball. I think mean, to have a 10-minute reel for a semi-final, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, that was the best game as well. And like that goal he scores against Belgium when he it looks like he's falling over. Yeah. I mean... The guy was just, I mean, I think that's why I feel, I, I likened it today to Nicole, to I feel like some, like, cousins died or something in my family, do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. He was larger than life as well. I know, I know he had issues with substance abuse and all that. Um, yeah, also, I mean, you talked about the Belgium game. There's that, I think that's my favourite image, I think, in sports, the, the one where Diego has the ball at his feet and there's, I think, probably seven or eight Belgian players in the same shot. I mean, I know. It, I think it was. I think. I think it was just a uh, a wall that had just disappeared uh, or, or just broken up. Uh, but still, the kind of the idea that it took that many players around right. him to stop him. I think it, it doesn't matter what the kind of the context of the game was. I think it was just a fantastic uh, image that really did sum up that World Cup. So totally, yeah, totally. The commentaries, the, the the people in South America talk. I think they got two days national mourning today. I'm starting tomorrow in Argentina. Are we? I mean, the guy, if you want to say bigger than the beat, I mean, bigger than Jesus, as the Beatles said, John Lennon famously. I mean, you can say it with this guy as well, can't you? It's like he did it in a time, Paul, when the tackling was vicious. 
And they were basically ploughed fields that were, were playing on as well, weren't they, really? Yes. And, I mean, if you've seen the movie, as I have, the documentary on HBO, um, there's a tackle that ruined his ankle at Barcelona when they went through him. Do you know when he had surge? I mean, to even come back from that, it is, you know, it's... it's. <sighs> yeah, there was, I mean, it gets into it in the documentary, which I'll, I think it's still on HBO, that, isn't it, that you can watch yeah. that if you want. I'll, I'll link to that in the, in the show notes. This idea of the, the Diego, who was the young lad who grew up in uh, Buenos Aires, a family man, and you know, just looking after his family. And then there's the Maradona part, where um, that that was the the character he almost created to to deal with the pressures on him from the media and from the fans and everything. So um, I, I really do recommend that documentary. It really did open my eyes to sort of the very totally. aspects of his life and the. You know, where he'd come from, and it, it's, it's superbly, superbly well done. Really, and let's get it right about the hand of God, Paul. Shilton should have jumped higher. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm still waiting for Peter Shilton's uh, uh, tributes on on Twitter. By the way, <laughs> yeah, he still has time. You still and towered over him. Come on! <laughs> oh my God! I love the way Maradona runs off, and he keeps looking behind him at the ref. Mm-hmm. Let's blame the ref on that one as well. He was just opportunist. But to me, to come out and say it was the hand of God, I mean, of course, you're bitter and twisted for a few days, you know what I mean? But <laughs> still, when you, as I get older, it, it, it amuses me, do you know what I mean? And we all like a bad boy now and again, don't we? <laughs> Famously done the, the Tottenham strip for Ozzy Ardiles' um, testimonial. And nobody knew he was going to play because he was in Oslo the day before playing for Argentina against Norway. Right. And yet he still rolled up and played a, a match at White Hart Lane, which, you know, is still very famous in Tottenham's history. So what's that? Was That must have been like 87, 88, something, around that kind of time. Yeah, was it? Around there, yeah. it was around there. Was it, I can't remember if it was before or after the World Cup. I think it was before, maybe. Yeah, he famously borrowed Clive Allen's boots for that game. Really? And then provided the assist for Clive Allen's goal. So <laughs> it was like... <laughs> I remember that as well. That uh, I think it was uh, two thousand six. He made an appearance in the the soccer aid thing that they do at Old Trafford. Right. Yeah. Uh, a couple of people still get, gave him the bird, but I think when he scored his penalty in the shootout, I think it was so. I think his presence there was certainly appreciated as well. So. Totally. And obviously that famous penalty for Argentina as well in the Napoli Stadium in the World Cup. Oof. Yeah, I mean, ball's bigger than King Kong. <laughs> Having previously missed a penalty against Yugoslavia in the previous round, wasn't there as well? Right, yeah. I think that's why I'm feeling as well, because there's always been that affiliation with Argentina and Tottenham and yada yada. So I think I, I'm a bit more, I followed it all a little bit more deeply than maybe I should have, because today I'm upset, so. Cool, well, yeah, I will raise yeah. a, a, a yeah. non-bonus beer, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, uh, to, 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 to El Diego. Adios, amigo. Okay, welcome, listener, once again, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, a podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot Neighbourhood Barn Lounge, in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is customary right now, via the miracle of the internet, by the Director of Football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? 
I'm good, Paul. I'm laying on my chaise lounge today. <laughs> <laughs> Supping a bottle of Guinness. <laughs> Reclining on your chaise lounge. Very oh, How lovely. Oh, uncomfortable. How decadent. Indeed I am. <laughs> well, we've uh, we've already covered uh, a little bit about uh, Diego Maradona. I'm sure he will pop up throughout the rest of this, but uh, we did want to have like a little bit of a, a moment to, to pay tribute. We'll also take a look at the the um, football that happened last weekend. The uh, Yeah, we'll have a look at what games are coming up and we've got like a actually pretty bumper um any other business this week so uh, yeah once we've done all that we'll get it your way and uh, yeah that'll probably just about do us all right well should we start with some of the, the football yes what a so, weekend yeah there was no there was no games on friday um and the early game was chelsea away at newcastle and they got a 2-0 pretty routine win can't remember there being a great deal happening in this game. No, yeah, I didn't really. I, I'd be honest with you, Paul. I didn't watch this game either. <laughs> so, anyway, if, if we didn't miss a classic there, then apologies. Then Villa. This was a really disappointing uh, result, and and probably performance as well. Really, they should have had a penalty though, Paul, at the end. I can't believe that wasn't given, mate. Yeah, well, there was like it was given and then not given for some yeah, reason, wasn't it? I, I don't understand it at all. Dreadful decision, but um, yeah, really bad game for Villa. Yeah, totally bad game. But you know, Brighton plays some good football as well. To be fair, I keep saying it, and um, they're yeah. always good for a win occasionally. So they hey. won't go down this season, Brighton. Yeah, well, you've been saying up years, but if they had someone that could put it in the back of the net, they'd be doing all right. But um, totally, yeah, and uh, I think Welbeck took his goal well, didn't he? Yeah, running through from the halfway line. Yeah, and Grealish didn't really—he didn't really perform in this game. He, you know, trying too many things, in my opinion. What's he called? Barkley went off early there, and I think that's been made a big difference to how well uh, Grealish has been playing, actually, as well, isn't it? So, one hundred percent correct on that one, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, lo and behold, top—they <laughs> <laughs> uh, beat Manchester City two nothing. What I'm there? Yeah, I tell you what, mate, what a performance. A complete <laughs> Mourinho masterclass. Well, I said to you that I think I've seen this 2-0 victory a million times before. Yeah. Like when Chelsea went to the Reebok, they would, yeah, do us 2-0 every single time. When he's in charge of your team, though, Paul, oh, yeah. who cares how you play, mate? <laughs> I'll take this all day long, my friend. Yeah. Well, I think he said at the end, didn't he, that they, uh, he was challenged about how much possession City had. Yeah. He said that, yeah, uh, they can take the ball home if they want. I'm taking three points with me. Three points? I mean, he's hilarious. I'm actually falling a little bit in love with him, mate, because he's, you know, I, I'm kind of admiring him. After a year of being in the job, 14th on the table, we're now sitting on the top. Yeah. We've got a hell of a run of games coming up, but... Um, Poch who? Draw that. Yeah. You know what? Well, Poch, he made us dare, and I think Mourinho's going to make us do. Um, the late game was Man United... Pretty ropey game here. They got a 1 0 win against uh, West Brom. Uh, oh, West Brom didn't get a penalty, mate. Oh, yeah. To, I know, and it was a, a pretty, well, very similar to the Villa thing that happened. United have to, had to retake that penalty in order to score it as well, didn't they? So, I know. So it's, it's really frustrating. I watched them yesterday, actually. We'll get to in the Champions League, and they went freeing it up really quickly against a really poor team from Turkey who don't travel at all. Yeah. It could have ended 3 3 at the end, Paul, instead of 4 1. Made a whole bunch of changes. I don't think they're going to get a player out of that uh, Daniel James, I'm afraid. But yeah, they made a whole bunch of changes, didn't they? And yeah, they almost blew it, like you said. Well, not almost, but like, yeah. He just seems to throw players onto the pitch, Ollie, and just hopes they play. Yeah, 
you get the sense of that. I mean, because it was a, a, a triple substitution, that wasn't it, as well? So, right. right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't rate United at all at the moment. But well, they keep on getting wins, which is really annoying. So it, it's good, though, because it keeps Ollie there. So, yeah. <laughs> also, like, apparently now as well, that uh, Bluefoot is the, the Champions League bar of choice for the uh, Red Devils of San Diego. Lovely. Good yeah. to have them. <laughs> it's like, what was it? Was it in. When they actually won the thing in '99, they had their own shirt, didn't they, for the Champions League? So maybe it's like the supporters are taking their inspiration from that, really, that they got, they've got to go and have another different bar or something for Champions League games. You need the business, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I mean, yeah, you're not going to refuse. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the other games as well in the Champions League in uh, due course. Also on Saturday, in different leagues, uh, Bayern Munich could only draw against um, Werder Bremen. Unbelievable! It was astonishing. I couldn't. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone uh, had that down as a draw. Uh, Brushy Dortmund they beat Hertha Berlin five two away from home uh, with scoring four goals. He scored two um, Champions League this week as well. Yeah, I think apparently the, the youngest ever to fifteen goals in the Champions League. It's um, he's unbelievable, mate. And um, if City don't sign him, he he'll sort them. Up. I hear they're after Jack Grealish. So I would go out, if I was the Man City chairman now, I would go out in January and buy Jack Grealish, sorry Villa fans, and Haaland immediately. Because mm-hmm. I think that would sort them out 100%. Yeah, yeah, they need to the goal scorer, don't they? From yeah. City, certainly. Um, also notably, Dortmund gave a game to the youngest ever player in the Bundesliga. 16 years and one day. Coco, a young player. And uh, yeah, he, he came on and making everybody feel super old. Bolton. They won away from home again. Yeah, that's the most shocking news of the weekend, Paul. You're four points off the playoffs, dude. <laughs> with three points, because we got another win in the in midweek. So with three I, points off the playoffs, can you believe? No, I didn't know you saw three wins in a row then, yeah? Well, uh, four in the league, yeah. So we, we lost in the cup. But yeah, I, I, so yeah. <laughs> Some wag um, posted uh, saying that um, promotion is now inevitable. Inevitable. Well, perhaps you'll win your league and we'll win our league, Paul. I don't think we're going to win our league, but we might. I mean, we, yeah, we didn't win the league last time we got out of the, the old fourth. So, anyway, but it's it's looking much better. I think players are, are, are getting fitter and, and knowing a little bit more about what their teammates are doing. So, I will take it. Totally, my friend. Um, and then the big game in La Liga to round off Saturday. Uh, Atletico Madrid beating Barcelona 1-0 10 in 10th and yeah the Koeman effect well, yeah, yeah I just, it's astounding really isn't it I, I, I'm glad because of the way he treated Suarez I just hope he fails miserably there well and uh, yeah he was obviously part of the, the win there on Saturday exactly uh, Sunday early start for Everton and it was I mean another Another win for Everton, but uh, and another couple of goals for your mate Calvert Lewin. Yeah, who's been linked with Man City as well? I found out today. Oh, really? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Yeah, it is an interesting one. That. But um, what else was I going to say? Fulham missed a horrendous penalty again in this game. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> Slip just as he kicked. I mean, it makes a great viewing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to miss one, is it? Apparently, though, Luckman. Uh, did play well for them, uh, but uh, yeah, couldn't quite get there. And apparently, um, Loftus Cheek was good for uh, Fulham. I, I don't understand why he's not at a bigger club. I've got to say, yeah, I, I agree. But um, um, Everton—they needed that win because they had three on the bounce defeat. So, 
Yeah, exactly. Again, another team that needs a win is Sheffield United, mate. They can't buy a goal or win or a point. West Ham did for them, 1-0. One, one really poor. And then we got to a game where Leeds couldn't buy a goal either. They hit the post honestly three times. Arsenal, though, what is going on with that club, Paul? Yeah. Five things without a goal. Eight, eight hours, almost eight hours. I don't know. It's, it's... Back to the boring, boring Arsenal, isn't it, really? Of, uh, of... Yeah, or not knowing what they're doing, Arsenal, as well. It's, it's, it's quite phenomenal. Pepe, as well, what a bloody dickhead. <laughs> yup. Yeah, I mean... Apparently they'd been nibbling at each other like before all of that, and then yeah, Pepe went ahead and got himself sent off by yeah. I mean, it's stupid. I mean, it wasn't going to threaten anybody, but it's just the intent. You don't do it. It's yeah. a sending off call. You don't put your head on somebody's head. It's simple as that, isn't it? It's um, but there's rumours of him going out on loan in January, so that was seventy million well spent, Arsenal. Well, it's actually fairly intriguing. The 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 record buys for a lot of clubs have just really not done anything like um, Pogba at United mm-hmm. um, Ariza Balaga at uh, Chelsea yep. Pepe at Arsenal it, it's kind of bizarre really I mean it is. I don't, I don't, could have put Dembele on that list last season for Spurs probably. but he's bounced back now so and he looks like a class player again yeah the, the player we actually bought has come to the fore moving on to the final game on Sunday in the Premier League where Leicester did not show up against Liverpool oh. They got a bit of a three in a lesson. They were awful, Leicester, weren't they? Yeah, properly biz, weren't they? They were. They couldn't string a pass together. I didn't think oh. they wanted. Like, I don't think they knew how to play in the formation that they put out with three at the back. It was really bizarre. It's almost like they read into the papers too much. And Liverpool were depleted, mm. and they just thought they could turn up and beat them. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened in that game. I mean, it was just really disappointing. And this is kind of unfortunately what Leicester seemed to do against the teams that yes. meant to beat, but just they never like looked like they were going to do anything on Sunday, did they at all? Even Bobby scored. <laughs> yeah. In other leagues, Kadith uh, lost to no top of the league, Real Sociedad, 1 0. And yes. in the big game in Italy, AC Milan beat Napoli 3 1. Two goals from Ibra, who just keeps on scoring. Yeah. And isn't Unai Emery the manager of Real Sociedad? I thought you said Valencia last week. I, I wouldn't know, but... Ah, okay. Do you know what? I'm going to check this fact out because I think I'm getting wrong information. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the information that, that's wrong, but not you. Is that, is yeah. Real. It's neither. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's hilarious. Or <laughs> <laughs> hard-hitting uh, yeah, coverage of the La Liga come to footy from the foot. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> no, Emery's manager of three different clubs. <laughs> Love it. All right, we'll move on to Monday before it gets too ridiculous. Burnley in the, the game that nobody ever wants to watch, slot. Uh, they won uh, 1-0 against Palace. Who again? They they shouldn't could have got something out of that, that game. Um, at noon, I watched this with uh, some of the Wolves mob, the Wolves pack, and they got a draw against Southampton after going one goal behind. Not a great game, was it, Paul? Not especially. I've got to say, no, no. And Wolves seem to be really lacking something at the moment. I'm not quite sure. Raul didn't, didn't seem to be fire, firing, did he? I mean, he got a header that was. Um, disallowed but um, yeah just 
Um, I think they rely on him quite a lot for, for their goals, don't they? But um, yeah, they just yeah, you're right. There was just something not quite clicking there, was there? Oh, well, something wrong. And yeah, they just I felt like both teams cancelled each other out. And all right, well, that was um, all of the games in the Premier League uh, with Spurs ending up on top at the end of the weekend on goal difference from Liverpool. Sheffield United are rock bottom on one point. But, yeah, uh, in my opinion, the bottom three is the bottom three now. Man City, um, Man City in 13th. What's all that about, mate? I mean, they've got a game in hand, which I think if they win that, they'll go eight or something like that, maybe. But right, so. okay. Gee whiz, though. It's, it's, yeah. He's just signed a new contract as well, hasn't he, Pep? Which everybody's like speculating now that the reason he did that is because Messi is coming. All right. So, I don't know what that's going to help them with, to be fair, but... Yeah, I don't know. Apart from a media circus storm. Yeah, and Arsenal in 12th as well, so it's... All, all of the uh, the Bluefoot teams are, like, 7th through, like, 13th, apart from Leicester, who are in 4th, so... In Bundesliga, uh, with that draw, Bayern Munich are on 19 points, and Dortmund just one point behind them in 2nd on 18. Exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That keeps it, uh, keeps it interesting. Yeah. Tuesday was um, Champions League. Chelsea, uh, I, I, I saw this game, barely deserved their 2-1 win. They got battered in this. You know what, Paul? I was so upset with when he <laughs> scored the goal at the end. It was like, oh, bugger. <laughs> I don't have a lot of love for Chelsea, if I'm okay. being honest, mate. Yeah. As we've mentioned, um, Haaland scored a couple of goals in Dortmund's 3-0 win and um, Sancho scored a cracking free kick as well. Uh, beating Club Bruges. Barca beat Dino Kiev 4 nothing. PSG got a scruffy-looking penalty against uh, RB Leipzig. That was pretty out of order, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't believe that coach is still at the club either. Yeah. His name escapes me. I, the one who came from um, he came from Dortmund, didn't he? It's, uh, Unai Emery, I think he's called his name. At the... Very funny, Paul. <laughs> and, as we've mentioned before, uh, Man United got a win against Basakshir 4-1. Bolton won at Scunthorpe to uh, yeah to rock it into fourteenth or thirteenth. Big pardon. Uh, we're recording this at one o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday. Uh, City have beaten Olympiacos. Just couldn't, couldn't get that second goal, but it's a pretty comfortable win, I think. Really, yeah. Foden uh, again. And Foden, Foden got a good goal, very similar to the go- first goal uh, for England, actually. Excellent. Uh, well, I think that's about it, really, for games that have been played. Uh, Thursday um, is obviously Thanksgiving in the US and uh, Leicester Arsenal and Tottenham all play tomorrow cool all right well we'll take a quick break there and when we come back we'll have a look at the games that are happening this weekend all right welcome back let's start with Friday because there is Premier League action at 12 noon yeah Palace are at home to Newcastle well, that one. It just feels like a mid-table clash. That I yeah, totally. Not much excitement about this one, I don't think. Not really, no. But no. the US uh, women's national team play in Netherlands, and I think this is the first game they've had in a long, long while. So that's at 10 o'clock um, Pacific time. On Saturday, the early game at 4.30 is Liverpool away at Brighton. Interesting little fixture. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how they'll play that, really, because I, I can't remember how they've done against big teams yet, Brighton. No. Well, they, they do bad United, didn't they? And came away with a defeat, but they hit the post like five times. Mm-hmm. And they got that dodgy penalty at the end after the full-time whistle, United. 
good game to watch. I, I suspect that Brighton might have. I mean, if, if this was uh, the previous manager, this would be an absolute dog with fleas, wouldn't it? But I think they might play some decent football. Seven a.m. sees Manchester City at home to Burnley. Yeah, we'll be open for this game as well. And Manchester City do. I think they've scored the last three times they played Burnley at home. They've scored five goals or more. So, well, because Manchester City haven't actually been blowing things away, have they? Just recently, and so Burnley might just have come at the right time for them, really, to get going. Yeah. Yeah, this might be the, the, the game which starts their season. Intriguing little game um, at 9.30, Everton at home to Leeds. And then finally, and poof, <laughs> just 12 noon, uh, West Brom play Sheffield United. Who gives one, eh, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Can we not just toss a coin here? Oh, did we have to really sit through two hours of this? Medium, I should say. Oh, it is tedious, isn't it? I don't... Even if it was a 4-4 draw, I don't think I'd be excited. <laughs> I mean, it, it could only be that, really, for it to be of any interest to anybody, I think, that that game. In a future championship derby. Five o'clock, funny time, your mate, the Cadiz fan, they're yeah. away at Elche, which is a, another team that I'm not really familiar with or all that much. Um, in the Bundesliga, uh, they both play at 6.30 on Saturday with Bayern Munich travelling to Stuttgart and Borussia Dortmund at home to Cologne. And then also Bolton play Southend United. Now, we're the only team, I think, playing in the division because it's FA Cup weekend. And Southampton are the worst professional team in the country. So that's a heady mix that <laughs> makes me think that we're going to blow this one. I hope... We uh, we continue our run, but this looks like okay, you're gonna win, Paul. You're gonna win, okay. <laughs> My winning mentality brush off on you. <laughs> on Sunday, then the earliest game is at six o'clock. Manchester United uh, travel to Southampton. Come on, Southampton. That's an interesting game there. As well. If only Danny yeah. was. And then at eight thirty. <laughs> it is the big one. Chelsea versus Tottenham. This is. Actually, huge <laughs> this game this weekend. Because um, uh, Chelsea properly used to be your like bogey team, didn't they? Still are, Paul. We've only won one since '91 at their ground. Bloody shocking, actually. But uh, this is, you know, it's it's the pupil and the master coming together again. Lampard and Mourinho. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I I I, I hate this. This is, my, this is my worst fixture. This and Arsenal, and they're back to back this week. Well, this yeah, this could be an eight days that makes a break everything. But uh, yeah. Do you know what, Paul? We've got a huge run coming up. We've got Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Leicester, Wolves. I mean, pick the bones out of that one, mate. I mean, if you come out of that... If you can get two points out of that, I think you'd do it. Win them. We win the league. (laughs) Simple as that. We've already done Chelsea this season as well in the uh, League Cup. And then at 11.15, we have a Bluefoot derby. We do indeed, yeah. Arsenal at home to... Uh, Wolves, two teams have not really got going, I don't think, have they? No, they haven't, Paul. Opportunity for them to start their season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No. <laughs> I can't see Arsenal scoring. I don't know they're going to get a goal. Uh, yeah, they just they, they don't even look like trying, do they? That's that's the problem. I just yeah, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. A bang me, I mean, he was playing with a smile on his face, winning the charity shield, community shield. Sorry, the FA Cup. He gets the big contract. Where is he? I'd like them to be a bit more uh, progressive, I've got to say, when they play. I mean, looks like they are solid defensively. Doesn't seem to be a great deal going forward, does there? Just no. No, not at all. 
did mention that it is FA Cup weekend, second round. Um, our team just now is Stevenage, and uh, they play at home to Hull City, who were uh, were in <laughs> they were in the uh, the final uh, not so long ago. Incredible, isn't it? That would be a great win for Stevenage if they could pull something off there. Totally. Um, and also, it's the conference semis of the MLS playoffs. Two of them are on Sunday, I think, uh, and then a couple more midweek. Yeah, on at twelve, uh, Orlando are at home to New England uh, Revolution, and five o'clock, Columbus are playing Nashville. Um, and then on Monday, a couple of games: Leicester versus Fulham at nine thirty, which is an odd time. Um, really and, odd time, and it's really strange. And then at twelve noon, uh, got West Ham United versus Villa in a. That'll be a fun game. Yeah, that'll be a fun game. I, I mentioned this, like, can the island play Boreham Wood, which is because it's just a B- BWFC um, mm-hmm. being featured in the second round. But after that would be the, the third round draw where all of the big teams to, to play. Tuesday, Atletico Madrid and Bayern Munich, which is a huge game in the Champions League. Porto at home to Manchester City. And then Liverpool at home to Ajax. I think this right. is this is the last round of the games in in the Champions League as well. It is, yeah. And Man City have already qualified for the last sixteen. Borussia Dortmund are at home to Lazio. Mm-hmm. Ferenc Baros host Barcelona. Man United they are playing PSG. That that's much more up in the air. I think that that uh, division isn't it. I think United are top right now. Yeah. Um, everyone's been beating each other, though, in that. that uh, yeah, you know, so it's not sealed on for United to go no. through this year at all. So PSG obviously got beaten at home by them, and they'll be looking to get a result at um, the theatre of nightmares. I mean, dreams. Uh, Seville, uh, they host Chelsea. And I think Chelsea are also through. In fact, both those teams, I think, are through. It's a bit yes, of a... In the... I did mention as well that the MLS uh, conference semis are happening. On Tuesday, Seattle are at home to FC Dallas. And then on Wednesday, we have Sporting Kansas City hosting uh, Minnesota United. So in the business end of the MLS right now. Uh, Thursday sees uh, Leicester travel to Zora. Um, that game is at 9.55. It's the classic uh, AC Milan versus Celtic at that time also. And then Tottenham travel to Lask. Again, I think in the last round of these games. <laughs> we don't need that before the North London Derby, do we? They, they have their own game at 12 noon. They uh, are home to Rapid Vienna. Oh, that's a lot of football to get through. There's a lot of football at the moment, Paul. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. We're, we'll come back with any other business. Welcome back. AOB. And it's been announced actually in the UK that. Fans will be allowed back into grounds, depending on where their town is in terms of uh, the different tiers systems. That's uh, that's an exciting yeah. development, isn't it? I don't know how. So I think if you're in tier A, yeah. you're allowed to bring back four thousand fans or fifty percent of the capacity, whichever is the smallest, I assume. And then in tier B, you can have two thousand fans or fifty percent capacity. So in, in tier C, you're not allowed. No one. Uh, yeah, and I think the only two teams at the moment in the, the, the tier A are Brighton and Southampton. I think London are looking to be in tier B, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they still feel very odd, isn't it? 
you kind of you kind of wonder at the the organisation of that in such a quick turnaround. Of teams are ready and they know what they're doing, but it's going to be really interesting as well to hear two thousand fans in Slade Tottenham or the Emirates Stadium or Chelsea, West Ham even because they're so big. It's going to be interesting hearing what these fans who are spaced out as well what they're actually going to be shouting at the players. Yeah, it's going to be like a reserve game. Have you ever went to a reserve game? Yes, it's going to be really odd. I've been told as well that I've not been told. I've read somewhere that they're going to insist the fans do not stand up. They can't sing songs. So it's going to be like, oh. Best luck with that, by the way. Not right? Come on. Did yeah. you see Delhi Alley Cricket Catch? I know you're going to be into this one. It's really good. I'll link to it. Um, it looks like they're kind of having a, a cricket match in the weights room or something. It was, it was Harvey White. It was Jack Clark was the bowler. Ah. And Harvey White was on bat. <laughs> cool. I think uh, Skip was at second middle or something. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. But Well, I think Deli Alley's fielding a kind of silly mid-off. Kind of like flicks it up, doesn't he? From yeah. Just off the floor. And it, very well done. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing he's done all season, Paul. I mean, kind of, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will link to that. It is worth watching because it is uh, pretty pretty impressive. Um, the other thing this week that I've uh, <laughs> that's not particularly as impressive, uh, Arsene Wenger is on Desert Island Discs, which is an absolute institution at BBC Radio, where guests get to choose eight tracks to take with them on a, a desert island. And it's kind of clear that I don't think music is very important in Arsene Wenger's life from the, the choices he makes. They are... I, I mean, probably of the top 10 tunes that have been chosen over the years, I think he must pick five of, of them because, anyway, I, I will link to that also. Uh, the interview itself is very, very well done and uh, it's worth it, worth listening just for that. But yeah, his, his music choices are particularly basic. Um, I think I'll give it a miss, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I mean... For, <laughs> <laughs> the other nice thing as well, I, I really like James Milner. He, he like has really grasped this whole kind of boring James Milner thing. And he's had a door named after him in the new <laughs> Liverpool training facility. And it's it's a bathroom door as well. They were asked to make requests of the new facility. And I think James Milner laughingly put that, yeah, I, can, I have, can I have a door named after me? And uh, sure enough, they did. <laughs> Brilliant. Moving on to the predictor game, where it was pretty much a disaster for everybody, really. Well, it's this season, it's strong football, isn't it, Paul? I think we all brushy Dortmund winning, and then it was I, I was able to actually bang on predict Wolves, Southampton being one apiece, but other than that, there was nothing. And obviously, you predicted City getting beat to your Spurs, that was about it, really. Terrible. This week, we have our resident Chelsea fan, Keith up against uh, your Spurs this week. Hi, Keith. I thought we'd get him involved. Best of luck for the weekend, Keith. Heartfelt. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester City, they're at home to Burnley. Keith sees this as a 3-0 to City. I see 2-0 to City. I'm going to go with tradition and say 5-0, City. <laughs> OK, yeah. Well, I mean, there's form there, isn't there? Arsenal versus Wolves. Keith sees this as a one-all draw. I see Wolves nicking this 1-0. I see zeros. Leicester at home to Fulham. Keith sees 2-0 to Leicester. I see 3-0 to Leicester. I see a 4-0 spanking for Leicester. <gasps> no, no 4-0 spanking given out by Leicester. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they were bad, but yeah, not that bad. West Ham 
and Villa play. Keith sees this as a one-all draw. I see a two-all draw. Difficult one. I'm actually going to say 3-1 West Ham because they are playing really good at the moment. Sure. Yeah, they are. I could go the other way, though, if Barkley's definitely playing, which is odd. Big one. Chelsea versus Spurs. Keith, as a Chelsea fan, is going 2-1. I'm seeing this as a draw, one apiece. Fucking hell. Say that again, sorry. I said, oh, fudging hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm, got, I'm glad I got you to repeat that then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my head on the block and I'm going to go Chelsea 1, Tottenham 3. Stuttgart host Bayern Munich. Keith sees this as a 4-0 win for Bayern Munich. I see a 3-0 win for Bayern. I'm going 2-0 Bayern. And Borussia Dortmund home to Cologne. Keith sees this as a 3-1. I'm saying 4-2. Both to Dortmund does. 5-0. Good. All righty. Um, I think that's just about going to do us. Um, do you want to like talk us through the opening hours, especially over the sort of festive weekend? Yeah, so open tomorrow at 3 on Thanksgiving, as I, as I said earlier. Um, Friday, we're actually open at 11. So if you want to pop down for a, I don't know, a pre, I mean, a, a, an after Thanksgiving beverage. Uh-huh. To illuminate your Black Friday. Um, Saturday, we will be open for the Man City game outside only, but there is stools on the balcony windows. It feels like you're at a game, actually, which is quite nice. Yeah. I am reserving seats for 45 bucks. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Um, Sunday will be open, well, definitely open for the Chelsea game. So I think doors at eight o'clock on Sunday. And um, yeah, Monday, 11.30. So yeah, providing we're still open, Paul. LA, I think, shutting down all dining and, and bars, I think, from today, actually. So, right. and as we look at the cases and the hospitalizations going up, I can see bars going very soon. And um, in fact, I've not ordered any beer this week, Paul. So, <laughs> so bring your own, is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's, it's quite sad, really, isn't it? Which, which, you know, it feels like just... a point where you can't really plan for very much uh, too far ahead. So, no. And you know what, Paul, as well, you've got all the windows open, you've got the fans going because you're being COVID safe. The, the, the expense, what these businesses are having to throw out there now for heaters and but being back in the working world is, is quite, quite sad, really. It's difficult. Sure. And it's difficult being a robot as well and trying to police everybody all the time. And you're doing a good job and it's important to hear kind of from, I think, that perspective, really, of, uh, yeah. in the industry is uh, having to put up with. So, yeah, it's important to hear. Thank you. Yeah, just get involved, um, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com. Um, actually, that reminds me, thank you very much um, to Greg, who, <laughs> correspondent's corner, uh, put us right about uh, the penalty situation where they were running in from the halfway line. He was, yeah, he was saying it was the best of five uh, penalty kicks. Um, they started 35 yards out and they had five seconds to shoot. He couldn't, uh, the keeper couldn't just kind of like clatter into the, uh, <laughs> into the player. Uh, because that would result, I think, in a, in a penalty. All right. So, yeah, thank you, Greg, for that. Appreciate it. And if you, yeah, want to correspond in the same way, um, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot on all our social media outlets. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, and Google Play. Re- rate, review, subscribe, tell some friends. Really appreciate uh, those that have done that so far. Thank you to our friend David Sankster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at one in twenty Parkinson's. As you've heard, the uh, <laughs> bartenders are you know going through it right now. So just make sure that you show your appreciation in the appropriate way uh, when you go and watch your games early on.
Yeah, and thank you to everybody who has as well. As I keep saying, it's, it, it is difficult. But we are lucky. We do have the, the two outside window areas. I think you sat there as well on Monday, Paul, and it's, it's not too bad. The sounds go in. We can stream a couple of games outside as well, which is fantastic. So we're doing our best. <laughs> Indeed, sir. All right. Well, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, thank you, dear listener. Let's do this again uh, next Thursday. <laughs>